Welcome to the Sunday Service Podcast of the Kingston Unitarian Fellowship, located in Southeast Ontario. Unitarian Universalism is a progressive free faith grounded in the promises of community and inspired by how we hold our shared faith's principles and sources. For more information about Canadian Unitarianism, please go to our website, kuf.ca, and our national website, cuc.ca. Welcome to the grand finale of our service year. My name is Francis, and I will be your service weaver this morning. After service today, we will be having our final soup lunch, and then our next service will be on August 25th. Welcome to you all, regardless of where you come from or where your journey is taking you, and welcome because of your differences, because as Unitarian Universalists, we recognize the inherent worth and dignity of every person, every sufferer, every giver, and every receiver. We welcome any newcomers to this final service because even in moments of ending, there are always new beginnings. Okay, so today we finish our monthly theme of beauty as we explore beauty in moments of transition. Beauty is something we question and recognize, something we learn and appreciate, and something that we carry with us through times of change. There is beauty in the changing of the seasons, both literally and metaphorically, beauty in the heat of summer and the quietude of winter, in the freshness of spring and the colors of fall. And with each change, we are called upon to reflect on that beauty and to reflect on ourselves and what we have learned. Change asks of us to decide what we wish to carry with us and what we wish to leave behind as one year becomes another and an ending, a new beginning. Because some moments of beauty, relationships of beauty, and places of beauty linger with us, teach us, and strengthen us for years to come. So let us begin with our opening song number 368 in your gray book, Now Let Us Sing. Please rise as you are willing and able. For our theological reflection moment today, I'm going to bring back our covenant for us as we head off onto our summer hiatus. This seemed like the right words for us to focus on, to remember what is it that binds us together? How, how do we bind together? We bind together through covenant. What does that create here? That creates community here. Why do we create community? Because we have a vision of a more just, equitable, and compassionate world. All of these things fit together. So with that in mind, your covenant is in your order of service, and I will read it to you. If you'd like to read along with me, please feel free. 
We gather in the spirit of love with open minds, open hearts, and open hands. May we learn to dwell together in peace, seek the truth in love, and build bridges of understanding as we work together to create a more just and loving world. Thank you. Carrying beauty in our hearts seems like the thing to be talking about when we have a service so filled with creativity and music. Connecting and deepening and engaging into beloved community requires a lot of patience and commitment and acceptance. I'm guessing more than one of you have noticed all of those things. And sometimes we're even asked to be dedicated to a faith, this faith. But on some level, we're asked to be dedicated to the faith that we want Unitarian Universalism to become because there will inevitably be moments where our faith or we disappoint each other. Disappointment is a natural part of being engaged in networks of people. Sometimes it seems that between the news cycles and mainstream media and social media and all the ways that we are perpetually being disengaged from one another, it's, it seems to me that it is just getting harder and harder for us to succeed at that. To succeed at community. Perhaps the world around us is even setting us up for failure. By eventually always encouraging disconnection and dissociation and indifference and apathy. I'm not going to leave you there, I promise. The following is paraphrased from the podcast I shared with you in this week's thematic thoughts that come each week in your mini links email. If you don't get that email every week, sign up for it. There's a sign up sheet right outside. Um, and it was the on being interview with John O'Donohue on beauty. One of the last interviews that he did before he, his, his untimely death. He said the following, so imagine a gentle Irish, or actually a fairly thick Irish um, lilt, and, um, and that this is an interview. So these are words said in an interview, so they don't, they don't flow the same way writing flows, right? He said, Quote, I think that as we are speaking that there are individuals holding out on front lines, holding the humane tissue alive in areas of ultimate barbarity, where things are visible that the human eye should never see. 
and they're able to sustain it because there is in them some kind of sense of beauty that knows the horizon that we are really called to in some way. I love the quote from Blaise Pascal. In difficult times, carry something beautiful in your heart. O'Donohue continues, in times when it's been really difficult for me, this often helps. If you can keep some kind of little contour that you can glimpse sideways at, now and again, you can endure great bleakness. Great bleakness. Enduring great bleakness. For me personally, I was, I was meditating with this and trying to find my way to, to some understanding of how this works for me. And I came up with two things that I tend to orient towards. One is spiritual practice for me. And the other is my people. The people whom I love and somehow less importantly, the people who love me. When smothering gray fogs descend on me, and they do, it's the reminders that I find in spiritual practice that lift me back up. Reminders of impermanence, of loving kindness, and of the incredible beauty of being human. When I feel lonely or detached or abandoned or worthless, and there are moments when I do, I have beloveds in my life who I reach out to and who accept me at my messiest, in my darkest, just as they do in all of the rest of my moments. And sometimes, especially when I'm really deeply connected to my spiritual practice, I'll occasionally be struck by the incredible beauty of the most simple moments of everyday life. The steam rising off my coffee in the first chill of autumn. The beauty of frost in the window panes in the winter. The first yellow and purple crocuses that come up sometimes through snow in the spring. And the drifting splendor of summer sunsets when the light begins to fade and dusty orange and rose and my favorite dusty violet spread across the sky. One of my favorite meditation teachers once said to me, and this is a very common teaching, if you ever think that you have achieved enlightenment or awakening, if you ever go to that place, go home for Thanksgiving. Whatever that means for you, 
biological family, chosen family, whatever that means for you. Go home for Thanksgiving. Because your, your family will inevitably remind you where your buttons are. They will inevitably, inevitably remind you of the drama that you caused when you were 14 because, you know, you haven't changed at all. They will inevitably remind you that you slathered pasta sauce all over yourself when you were 18 months old at a family reunion because, you know, you didn't forget that story. That's actually one of my mother's favorite stories about me. Um, go home and then look for the beauty in that. Look for the beauty in your heart, in your world that lifts you back up out of that and away from it. Back into this, your life. John O'Donohue did a lot of exploration on the idea of beauty in the world and beauty in spiritual practice and spiritual life. And he wrote a book, Beauty, the Invisible Embrace. And in that he writes, We have often heard that beauty is in the eye of the beholder. This is usually taken to mean that the sense of beauty is utterly subjective. There is no accounting for taste because each person's taste is different. The statement has another, more subtle meaning. If our style of looking become beautiful, then beauty will become visible and shine forth for us. We will be surprised to discover beauty in unexpected places where the ungraceful eye would never linger. The graced eye can glimpse beauty anywhere. For beauty does not reserve itself for special elite moments or instances. It does not wait for perfection, but is present already secretly in everything. When we beautify our gaze, the grace of hidden beauty becomes our joy and our sanctuary. When we beautify our gaze, the grace of hidden beauty becomes our joy and our sanctuary. In the teachings on working with people who are difficult for us, whether they be people in our families or our work or our lives beyond that or in our larger faith, When we beautify our gaze, the grace of hidden beauty becomes our joy and our sanctuary. What happens when we choose to carry beauty in our hearts within a community? As a community. Not just the things that are beautiful, but the grace of hidden beauty. How would this sustain us through the work of covenant? of remaking and redesigning our commitments and agreements and how we are in relationship together over time. How might it nourish the life of the gathered people, the community, the congregation, the sangha? How could this nourish us as a body building from a past 
towards a future, but only for today. And how might this set us off on a journey together, an adventure into beloved community? The ultimate why of a faith community. What is it that we are trying to manifest in the world, create in the world, and how are we going to do that? May we strive to be the discoverers of beauty, particularly the beauties found in unexpected places. May we carry beauty in our hearts diligently and with full knowing that there will be days we don't see it in the world around us. May we embrace the possibility of a future we can't see, a beauty we can't see, and this free faith which we can only see with our hearts. Hariom Shanti Shalom Peace Blessed Be. On this day of musical blessings and puppet blessings and so much more, join together in our closing circle, connecting however is best for you, and I will read these words from St. Therese de Lisieux. Words of grace. Go in peace. May you not forget the infinite possibilities that are born to you of gratitude and of hope. May you use those gifts that you have received and pass on the love that has been given to you. May you be contented knowing that you indeed are a child of the universe. May this presence settle into your bones and allow your soul the freedom to sing and dance and praise and love. Go and be blessed and be a blessing. Amen. Blessed be. Thank you for joining us for this Sunday service podcast from the Kingston Unitarian Fellowship. Please feel free to check back each month for additional episodes, and if you're able to contribute financially to this community-supported enterprise, we would deeply appreciate your generosity in any amount.